this is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Audio Update for Monday, May 18th, 2009. Uh, we've got another uh, edition of the Ultimate Fighter Rundown with Demarcus Johnson from this season of the Ultimate Fighter. Demarcus, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, training hard, I take it, out there in Utah? Oh, yeah, training is definitely... Training is training. Oh, man. I need mean, <laughs> Well, at least you're keeping yourself busy as this season winds down. We've got episode seven to talk about this week. Uh, Richie Whitson against Ross Peterson was the one fight on this episode. We had the first coaches challenge of the season um, with a little tennis match between Dan Henderson and Michael Bisping. And then uh, more on the the separation with uh, with your team, with Jason Dent and Jason Pierce kind of in their own world, and uh, the rest of you down in what they dubbed the bash room. Um, take us through uh, the bash room here and uh, um, your side of the story. Well, okay, the bash room was this. The bash room is where Team USA hung out, minus Jason Dent and Jason Pierce. It was, there was, it was, there was no, it wasn't really like a gossipy, you know, environment or anything. That's just where all the Team UK guys hung out upstairs. All the US guys hung out downstairs, except for, you know, Jason Dent and Jason Pierce. And it just so happened that, you know, Pierce was being a bitch that day, and that's what they caught us talking about. It, everybody hung out in my room, like our room, me, Cameron, Mark, you know, and Frankie. We were the guys that lived in that room, and Santino lived across the hallway with Richie, and, you know, we all kind of bonded, and like I, like I said, they don't show a lot of, like, the stuff that we were doing together on TV. Like, we cook a lot together, everybody kind of cleans, and everybody's kind of came together as a team now, and we're we're all vibing except for, you know, Jason and Jason. And so, yeah, I mean, so, go I ahead. Mean, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that you, the early part of this episode was, you know, really focusing on Jason Pierce here and uh, kind of his desire his to bitch. not you can fight. Say it. You can say <laughs> his bitchness. <laughs> his desire to not want to fight uh, David Faulkner is really coming through, and um, well, really his desire to not even want to train. It just it, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there at all on the show. Um, he was his bitchness was acting up. That's all it was. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it was one of those things where I mean we all knew we were going to fight somebody, and I don't know why you would get to that point where you're you already fought once to get into the house. If there was ever a time for you not to fight or you know not want to fight, it would have been that previous fight when he fought Steve Berger. I mean, really. You, yeah. you take away you take away that opportunity from so many other people, and you just look like an ungrateful, selfish bitch on TV. So I mean, that's just I mean, it is what it is. He he figured out that he is not a fighter, and what a shitty way to figure it out because now everybody else knows too. The other side of that. Uh that fight that may or may not happen based on the previews for next week's episode. Um, we had Team UK in the gym uh, doing a little sledgehammer to tire work, and um, let's just say they're not baseball players. They're they're not hitting targets very well with those sledgehammers. 
and David Faulkner apparently hit himself in the shin and got a little infection under that. You got a little view of that at the end of um, how nasty that little lump was looking on his shin. Uh, but uh, what did you think of the U.K. training and not being able to hit the tires with the sledgehammer? Uh, I didn't really think anything of it. I can't really fault Dave for being for dinging himself with the hammer because, I mean, I've done the same thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get to that point where your body is just tired and you're wailing away and then one either just skips off and skips into your leg or something. I mean, that happens. I mean, there's nothing you can do. But, yeah, the Brits are definitely not baseball players. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, this was a bit more of a filler episode. Um, definitely they were, they're tossing in more of the, the filler style of training and really when highlighting Jason Pierce, they were – kind of showing bits and pieces of your training, but really just kind of showing him not wanting to train with the rest of the group. Um, you really on this show. are highlights. They're more like lowlights. I mean, yeah. really? The guy was, I mean, a lot of what you saw on there was dealing with that every single day. It was just, it, that's what made, like, situations like previous, you know, in previous episodes, like that whole van thing. That's why stuff like that was happening, because we're putting up with all, everybody is putting up with everybody's, you know, little just, you know, idiotic tendencies and Pierce not wanting to train and, you know, being sick and whatever. And it's like one bad apple spoils the bunch, so just take your shit elsewhere, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm kind of jaded towards that guy. <laughs> it's 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 fine. You, you experienced it firsthand. We're just getting a taste of it. I mean, you had to... You had to live through it. It, it. We're we're getting jaded as viewers towards it. I can't imagine <laughs> having to sit through that on a daily basis. So uh, we get to the coaches' challenge, the first one of the season, with uh, a little tennis match uh, between your coaches, with Bisping taking on Dan Henderson. Um, <laughs> we get a little cash incentive for both coaches in the form of ten thousand dollars, and then. The teams get a little incentive with Dana saying he's going to just give 1500 to each of the members of the winning team. So, obviously, with uh, um, this being saying he's never played before, you guys had to have been feeling a little good about getting to sit through um, the debacle that was this tennis match <laughs> uh, on your really way towards feeling, 1500 I wasn't really feeling good about it because Dan had said he had never officially played tennis either, so... <laughs> I mean, it was actually just a nice welcome break to, like, break up, you know, the cycle of, you know, getting into the gym, getting into the house, leaving the house for the gym. It it kind of broke up the routine, and, I mean, yeah, the money is great, but, I mean, I was glad just to, you know, just to be going somewhere different than the house or the gym. Well, and I'm... Go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Okay. I was just going to say, on that note, I mean, um, we we have this feature that we've been doing on our, our site, our little writer's roundtable. We kind of just talk about a couple of the questions and, uh, each week, and one of them this week was, um, do you like the team-versus-team format on The Ultimate Fighter, and what's something that you would change in future things? One of our guys talked about bringing back challenges. Um, it, it might be in the minority for some viewers, but I think... Um, the early season challenges might be something that 
fighters might embrace because it kind of breaks up the monotony of going to the gym and being in the house. I mean, the the coaches' challenges seem like something that is entertaining for the fans as well as, like you just said, a way to get out of the house. Um, Would you have enjoyed doing something else other than that while you were on the show or... Um, it required any, like, physical activity, like, you know, the first two guys, like, the first two seasons, no, because that's pretty much why they stopped doing the challenges is because everybody started getting mangled doing these challenges, and then it affects the fight. So, I mean, if it affects the fight, then no, I definitely, I would rather just, I'll take the mental beatdown of the of the house and well, that's the that's, mental beating of, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And but if they had something, I mean, I know you guys would like something to break up the monotony a little bit. And this was at least a nice diversion. Yeah, if they like, they used to let the they talking to some of the producers. They used to let you know guys go to the YMCA and stuff like that. But then you got guys like Jeremy Jackson who ruined that for everybody. Yeah, thank that lifeguard. So I mean. So, it's kind of like one of those things, you know, you're getting punished for the transgressions of someone else. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. By this point, I mean, nine, season in, nine seasons in, they're not going to be drastically changing stuff like that at this point. Um, yeah, especially with, you know, guys failing to go bang other chicks or, you know, they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to. Yeah. That, that would be a big headache to deal with. Or I mean, even look at, like, the Jesse Taylor incident. I mean, Jesse Taylor yeah. was a dude, but I mean, they definitely adjusted some things after that night. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, I mean, well, and then uh, it is what it is. You just kind of deal with it. Yeah, but uh, got to like the cool fifteen hundred in the pocket when all you had to do was stand there and watch. Yep. <laughs> Even though they only give you half. Really. Yeah, they only give you half of the challenge money, and then they give you the other half of the finale. Okay, got it. Uh, But moving on past that, we get to the only fight of this show, Richie Whitson taking on Ross Pearson. Um, This was another good fight. I mean, we've had a lot of good fights on this show. This is another good uh, back-and-forth fight that just saw Ross Pearson... um, be the better man on that day. He he got uh, Richie's back. He had him flustered um, at different times throughout. Um, but R- Richie held his own throughout the fight. It was very back and forth for a while. But Pearson ended up getting the uh, the upper hand and got his back. And uh, eventually Richie worked out of a choke but got caught in the armbar by getting out of that. So um, very good back and forth fight. Ross Pearson was just the better man on that occasion. Um, how did that one go over with the the Team U.S.? Uh, that one kind of, nobody really knew what to expect. I mean, it kind of, that was, I don't know. I think everybody kind of knew it could go either way, and those two were just going to get in there and get after it. So, I mean, nobody was really, you know, disheartened or, you know, I was proud of Richie. I mean, he, I mean, after, after recovering from that knee that he took, because Ross, that knee was, I mean, it looks, you know, fairly, you know, it looks bad on TV, but there in person, it was it was solid. It sounded like a two-by-four cracking. Oof. It was loud. And, I mean, <laughs> the way he recovered from that, and he, he continued fighting, I mean, 
it was just one of those things. I mean, I was proud of Richie. I mean, he he lost, but you could tell that Ross just had a little more poise, a little more experience, you know, a little more comfortable on the ground, and that's that's what won it for him. Yeah. Ross is um, a, a good dude, though. I like Ross. Ross is good people. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, we get a preview for next week, and uh, in in the words of your blog, we get to see how big of a JJ Pierce can be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they they teased whether or not the fight's going to happen, whether or not Ross is going to to uh, take the fight. Obviously, you can't give anything away on it. But uh, is there anything else to look forward to outside of uh, the Pierce angle on next week's episode? What are we or what are we looking forward to this week? Just more, just more of the same stuff. You know, me and Bisbing going back and forth, trading up purple <laughs> rounds and. Another exciting fight, and I mean, it's good. It's, we didn't we didn't touch on that from this week from the tennis match where uh, you got under Bisping's skin without even doing anything. Cameron makes the comment, and Bisping thinks it's you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, making racial comments about band aids and white dudes. Yeah, that's I'm far <laughs> I'm far more clever than than band aids. <laughs> Uh, I liked, I, I did like the addition of Dana saying, yeah, it was Cameron saying it, and he was right. Yeah. <laughs> you are as a Band-Aid. If, if Dana uh, validates it, I mean, really? Can we, can we, yeah. I mean, you got to be saying something right, so. Well, since we won't talk to you until, uh, until after this weekend's event, uh, what are you looking forward to from UFC 98 this weekend? You kind of psyched to watch uh, that, sit down and watch that? I am not. I will actually be there cornering Matt Hughes. So all right, it'll be it'll be it'll be exciting. Well, we'll have to definitely get your thoughts on on uh, on that fight, especially after uh, after the fact yeah. next week. All right, all right, man. Well, it was great talking to you once again. Uh, yes, sir. And we'll enjoy watching the show on Wednesday. Have fun cornering Matt Hughes on Saturday. Get a taste for uh, what you're in for, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully. with the UFC uh, in the in the big crowd. So um, have have fun with that, and we will talk to you next Monday. All righty, see you guys. Have a good one. Yeah.